Hello everyone, Krista and Hannah here with a brief message before we start the episode. We are on the third season of Keys to Music Learning and we have loved every second. Talking about audiation-based piano instruction is a passion of ours, if you couldn't tell, and we thank you for listening and keeping us going. We recently launched the Keys to Music Learning community. Similar to Patreon, this is a way to support the podcast and access bonuses, such as opportunities to attend podcast recordings and monthly meetings so you can pick our brains with your questions, share your successes, and connect with other teachers. Become a silent partner for only $3 a month or, to access the bonuses, a friend of the podcast for $5 a month. Join today at musiclearningacademy.com slash keys to music learning community. The link will be in our show notes. Thank you all for listening and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Keys to Music Learning. I'm Christy Yadro of Music Learning Academy. And I'm Hannah Mayo of Hannah Mayo Music. Join us as we discuss common goals and challenges in the piano studio and offer research-based ideas and solutions to guide every one of your students to reach their full musical potential with audiation. Welcome, everyone, and welcome to our next guest, Sarah Boyd, who I have never met in person, but I feel like I know. And uh, welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. Uh, Sarah is joining us from right outside Detroit, Michigan, and she is a longtime Music Moves teacher. And we are so excited to talk to you today and ask you lots of questions about your audiation journey and your life and what MLT has uh, brought to you and your students. So could you start by telling the listeners a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, and about your music background. Yes. Okay, so hi, Krista and Hannah. First of all, I am probably your biggest fan. (laughs) I love this podcast, and I love the community that has grown of Music Moves teachers. So yes, I'm right outside Detroit in a um, smallish town called Gross Point, Michigan. It's my hometown. And I have four children. My husband and I have been married for 17 years. And I feel like I have grown up as a Music Moves teacher alongside my children. So I've kind of been a Music Moves teacher for as long as my daughter um, has been alive, close about. She's 13 now. And I've taught Music Moves for 12 years. Um, My kids are, she's 13, and then I have three boys. They are 11, 7, and 5. I love teaching music. I've taught, I started out as a preschool through 8th grade music teacher at a private school in Detroit before I had children, and I did that for about five years. And then I'm also an early childhood teacher um, with Music Together, which is a early childhood program that I direct. And I have a piano studio. So basically, I love music and I love Michigan. So here I am. (laughs) You are doing your thing. Yeah. And how about tell us a little bit about yourself and when you started piano and what your um, piano experiences were like? 
Yeah. So I started piano as a second grader. I actually did do Suzuki violin before that when I was five. And I remember my mom asking me if I wanted to continue with violin or if I wanted to switch to piano. And violin made my arm hurt. So (laughs) I decided to switch to piano. (laughs) Um, But... I'll come back to that. The ironic part is that I actually have a piano-related plane injury, so it's kind of this like whole full circle thing for me. I switched to piano, but then I also, um, because of playing with a lot of excessive tension, I did get a plane-related injury in college. Um, but I had a wonderful teacher, the same teacher from second grade to 12th grade, who truly taught me the joy of music and poured into me her love of making music. And I can still hear her playing when I think of certain repertoire pieces that I've played. I can hear how she demonstrated it to me. So in high school, she actually asked me, hey, would you like to teach your own students? And I had never really thought of that before she asked me the question. But when she asked me the question, it was like this natural, yes, I would love to teach my own students. So she supported me and mentored me as a teacher when I was in high school. And teaching piano in high school became a big thing for me. I had my own recitals and I had 10 students by my senior year of high school. And I knew that I wanted to go into music education and specifically piano. Um, And so I have a bachelor's degree in, in just music ed from a small college Um, But I always knew those four years I was going to, you know, use them to be teaching piano after I graduated. So I did end up taking, like I mentioned, I did teach preschool to eighth grade music right out of college. And actually, it was elementary music and it was middle school class piano. So if you haven't taught middle school class piano, it is ridiculously fun (laughs) and challenging. Um, But actually, my very first piano teaching experience after college was those groups of sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. And um, and that led me to kind of that's actually where my audiation journey began. But I know we're going to talk about that next. That sounds um, both thrilling and very challenging. I teach college (laughs) class piano, and that's already challenging enough working with adults um, who can function Mm -hmm. pretty well, but then you get the middle school element involved. (laughs) And wow, you probably were just the best teacher for those kids. (laughs) They made me laugh. (laughs) So why don't we go into your audiation journey? How and when did you discover music learning theory and music moves for piano? So it was really fun in preparing for this podcast, looking back at the different steps that fell into place. And truly, I feel that I have always been, you know, destined for music moves and for music learning theory, because there are so many things that I just, it was the right place in the right time. There's been a lot of music learning theory in Michigan for several years. So in 2007, when I was still teaching full-time class piano and elementary music, somehow, I still don't know how this happened. Our small private school in Detroit was mentored by the professors, the music professors at Michigan State University. So one day, Cindy Taggart showed up at my classroom door and said, I'm here to demonstrate and mentor you. And at that point, I didn't know who she was, but I immediately fell quickly in love with what she was doing and just really um, thankful for her presence in my classroom. That's a dream come true. 
It's pretty much absolutely <laughs> a dream come true. I, I know. She encouraged me that year to come to the early childhood PDLC that was held that June 2008 at MSU. She said, Dr. Gordon is going to be teaching there. You really need to meet him. At that point, I still didn't really know who Dr. Gordon was, but I knew that watching her teach was this completely different way of teaching than I had ever seen anywhere before. And I saw the students absolutely just grasping for more music from her. And I, and I knew I, and I was too, I felt the same way. You know, I thought, what is this magical experience? So at the same time, I was also enrolled at Eastern Michigan University for my master's in piano pedagogy. I had a piano professor at EMU whose name is Dr. Peterson. His name's actually on the back of the Music Moves books as one of the people endorsing it. It says Dick Garrick Peterson. Um, He was also encouraging me to go to this PDLC. And actually, in my applied graduate piano lessons with him, my first lesson was actually popcorn from book one. So... (laughs) I had these amazing professors, unbeknownst to me, giving me this amazing door opening into audiation. Um, Thankfully, I went to the 2008 PDLC where Dr. Gordon was teaching the theory portion in the morning and Cindy Taggart was leading the practical application in the afternoon. And I have absolutely never looked back. It was something that changed my life, truly. And I thought that I was um, truly being given a chance to go in a an absolutely new direction in music. And in, in no way did I ever think, you know, think twice, really. It was so compelling because my own experience at the PDLC was something I had never experienced before. I was asked to improvise for the first time and I loved it. I was asked to sing chord roots and I loved it. And I could hear music in a different way. I, in my bachelor's, struggled through solfe- like solfeggio classes. They were called ear training class. I struggled through those classes, getting C's. And I thought to myself, why can't I hear this? I was always good at music. I could play the piano. And it was a really hard experience. You know, I went out of those classes feeling like, am I even a musician? Should I be doing this? And truly, when I met Dr. Gordon and went to that PDLC, it it showed that it was really the way it was being taught, not to, you know, blame the professor, but it's it was truly the way that I did not have the context for what I was hearing, like I like I learned when I got to, you know, go to that PDLC. I resonate with that so much because I I made very good grades. I was a Mm -hmm. good little student in music school, and I was devastated when I got a C in my ear training class. And I just couldn't believe it. I was devastated. And I thought, and I just thought I was a terrible musician. Yeah. But now looking back, you're exactly right there. We we just weren't learning context Mm -hmm. the way that Mm -hmm. we are now teaching context. Absolutely. So when you know better, you do better, as they say. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So when Dr. Peterson showed you the Music Moves for Piano materials with popcorn, Mm -hmm. did you immediately say, ooh, what's this? I I, want to know more about it. Or did that kind of come later? Were you confused? (laughs) So I was 
confused. I thought, where's all the color on the page? Like, why is this page so blank, you know, or so black and white? Which, you know, it's just so funny to think about what I thought. Um, I also remember thinking I was playing a duet. He was like, well, why don't you just play these duets and I'll play the solo. And I couldn't sight read very easily in G flat for party time, I believe it was. And I thought to myself, wow, like this is something that's included in this method. And here I am starting out, like already having had a piano concentration in my bachelor's and I can't really do this. So to me, I knew there was a lot of learning and growing I had to do, but I was really intrigued. And he told me, hey, if you're interested in this, when we take piano pedagogy for our course, this is our book. And so I knew that I would be able to explore the book even more with him when I got to that class, which I did. That was fall 2009. No, fall 2010. And did you have a piano studio at this time? Were you already teaching or were you just focusing on your uh, master's? No, I did have a small piano studio at this this whole time happened when my daughter was born, so I really scaled back. I only had seven students. Um, I had some early childhood classes like two times a week, and then I had the master's that I was slowly working on, like one or two classes a semester. So I did have students that were traditionally taught, and you know they were in piano adventures <laughs> when I first came to start learning about music moves. And at this time, um, were you also teaching music together? When did you start that? Because that's also loosely MLT-based as well. It is. It is. And I taught music play for a year, about a year and a half, actually. And I absolutely loved it. Um, I did decide to go into music together because I had several teachers in my area that wanted to join. And for me, that was the best choice for my community. I absolutely loved music play classes. But I did start a Music Together Center in 2010. So it was about, these were all about the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of the theme of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, okay, so you had a traditional... um, studio, you were teaching some early childhood classes, you were getting your master's, you had a one-year-old running around your house. Mm -hmm. Um, When did you decide to introduce Music Moves into your piano studio? So I was able to take that class, Piano Pedagogy with Dr. Peterson, fall 2010. And that was my first experience with book one. So I mean, truly, it was what better experience could I have asked for? I got to study this book in a college class and teach it alongside other pedagogy students with the support of my professor who would give us feedback. Each class began with activity time with all of the pedagogy students and then actual students, student students who came to basically help give the class some actual students. So with that, alongside the professor, the pedagogy students, the younger, um, you know, seven to 10 year old kids, I got that experience. And so in that was fall 2010. So in the winter of 2011 was when I like officially said, okay, I'm going to try and start teaching this with my own students. I met Marilyn for the first time, right in that same time period, because she was traveling to Michigan. Um, And she came to Michigan about three years in a row for some just teacher workshops. 
this whole same time, Jenny Fisher and I were good friends because we actually met at the 2008 PDLC. And so Jenny and I were, you know, like constant support for each other because there really wasn't any other support besides emailing Marilyn, who was amazing and would always email me back. But Jenny supported me during that time. And I slowly started, you know, those first couple lessons to see like, okay, where am I going to go with this? Who am I starting? How do I do this? And just kind of dove in. And for those that might not know Jenny Fisher, Jenny Fisher, was she at EMU when you were there? Because she teaches there. Mm -hmm. um, And she's also one of the piano faculty for the Gordon Institute for Music Learning. So yes, a wonderful friend and supporter to have. And and personal hero. Yes, absolutely. I shout out to Jenny. She is actually the reason I I decided to stick with Music Moves because my first couple years were very challenging and I did feel very isolated. And yes, Jenny and I, um, she has been at EMU the whole time since I was a student there. I think she was there before I was a student, Um, but she is a wonderful person to learn from. So if you have the opportunity uh, through Music Learning Academy or through a PDLC, she is um, really a an excellent teacher. She's going to be my teacher this summer because I'm going for level two and I'm very excited. Yes. (laughs) Well, Sarah, thank you for telling us all about your background and we look forward to hearing more about your journey, bringing music moves into your studio in the next episode. Thanks so much. We'll see you soon.